Chapter 14. Spiritual Hunger Will Be Satisfied They Shall Be Filled Matthew 5, 6. I now proceed to the second part of the text. It is a promise attached. They shall be filled. A Christian fighting with sin is not like one who beateth the air, 1 Corinthians 9.26, and his hungering after righteousness is not like one who breathes in only air. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5.6. Those who hunger after righteousness will be filled. God never asks us to seek Him in vain. Isaiah 45.19. This is a honeycomb dropping into the mouths of the hungry. They shall be filled. He hath filled the hungry with good things. Luke 1.53. He satisfieth the longing soul. Psalm 107, 9. God will not let our spiritual appetite be unsatisfied. This is the excellency of righteousness above all things. A person may hunger after the world and not be filled. The world is fading, not filling. Cast three worlds into the heart, yet the heart is not full. Righteousness, though, is a filling thing. It fills so much that it satisfies. A person may be filled without being satisfied. A sinner may take his fill of sin, but that is a sad filling. It is far from satisfaction. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. Proverbs 14, 14. He will have his belly full of sin. He will have enough of it, but he will not be filled to satisfaction. This is the kind of filling that the damned in hell have. They will be full of the fury of the Lord. Jeremiah 6, 11. However, he who hungers after righteousness will be satisfyingly filled. My people shall be satisfied with my goodness. Jeremiah 31, 14. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow. Psalm 63, 5. Joseph first opened the mouth of the sacks, and then filled them with corn and put money in them. Genesis 42.25. In the same way, God first opens the mouth of the soul with desire, and then He fills it with good things. Psalm 81.10. I will explain this by asking you to consider these three things. 1. God can fill the hungry soul. 2. Why he fills the hungry soul, and three, how he fills the hungry soul. 1. God can fill the hungry soul. He is called a fountain. With thee is the fountain of life. Psalm 36, 9. The cistern may be empty and cannot fill us. Creatures are often broken cisterns. Jeremiah 2, 13, but a fountain is filling. God is a fountain. If we bring the vessels of our desires to this fountain, He is able to fill them. The fullness in God is an infinite fullness. Even though He fills us and the angels, which have larger capacities to receive, yet He never has less Himself. Just as the sun, even though it shines, never has less light. I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Luke 8.46 Even though God lets virtue go out of him, he never has less. 
The fullness of the creature is limited. It arises only to a certain degree and proportion. God's fullness, though, is infinite. Just as it has its brilliance, so it has its bounty. It knows neither limits nor end. It is a constant fullness. The fullness of the creature is a changing fullness. It increases and decreases. Someone might say, I could have helped you before, but now my wealth is diminished. The blossoms of the fig tree are soon blown off. People cannot always do for us that which they once could. God, though, is a constant fullness. Thou art the same. Psalm 102:27. God can never be emptied. His fullness is overflowing and ever flowing. Certainly, then, it is good to draw near to God. Psalm 73, 28. It is good to bring our vessels to this fountainhead. It is a never-failing goodness. 2. Why God Fills the Hungry Soul God will fill the hungry soul out of His tender compassion. He knows that without Him the Spirit would fail before Him, along with the souls that He has made. Isaiah 57, 16. If the hungry person is not satisfied with food, he dies. God has more compassion than to allow a hungry soul to starve. When the multitude had nothing to eat, Christ was moved with compassion, and He worked a miracle to provide for them. Matthew 15, 32-38. Much more will He show compassion to those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. When a poor sinner sees himself almost starved in his sins, as the prodigal among his husks, and begins to hunger after Christ, saying, There is bread enough and to spare in my Father's house, Luke 15, 17, God will then, out of His infinite compassion, bring forth the fatted calf and refresh His soul with the delicacies and provisions of the gospel. Oh, the melting of God's heart to a hungry sinner! Mine heart is turned within me, my repentings are kindled together. Hosea 11, 8. We cannot see a poor creature at the door ready to perish with hunger without our hearts relenting and providing him some relief. Will the Father of mercies let a poor soul that hungers after the blessings of the gospel go away without relief of free grace? No, he will not. He can not. Let the hungry sinner think, although I am full of needs, yet my God is full of compassion. God will fill the hungry so that he may fulfill his word. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Luke 6:21. See also Psalm 107:9 and Jeremiah 31:14. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed. Isaiah 44:3. Has the Lord spoken and will it not come to pass? Ezekiel 24:14. Promises are obligatory. If God has made a promise, He cannot go back on His word. God has pledged His word to those who hunger after righteousness. He has guaranteed His truth for you. As His compassions fail not, Lamentations 3.22, so He will not allow His faithfulness to fail. Psalm 89.33. If the hungry soul would not be filled, the promise would not be fulfilled.
God will fill the hungry soul because He Himself has encouraged and stirred up this hunger. He plants holy desires in us, and will He not satisfy those desires that He Himself has created in us? As in the case of prayer, when God prepares the heart to pray, He prepares His ear to hear. Psalm 10, 17. It's the same in the case of spiritual hunger. When God prepares the heart to hunger, He will prepare His hand to fill. It's not rational to think that God would fail to satisfy the hunger that He Himself has caused. Nature does nothing in vain. If the Lord would stir up the desire after righteousness and not fill it, He might seem to do something in vain. God will fill the hungry because of that precious relationship He has with them. They are His children. We cannot deny our children when they are hungry. We will instead take it from our own selves. Luke 11:13. When he who is born of God will come and say, Father, I hunger, give me Christ. Father, I thirst, refresh me with the living streams of your Spirit. Can God deny? Does God hear the raven when it cries, and will he not hear the righteous when they cry? Psalm 34:17. When the earth opens its mouth and thirsts, God satisfies it. Psalm 65, 9-10 Does the Lord satisfy the thirsty earth with showers, and will He not satisfy the thirsty soul with grace? God will satisfy those who are hungry, because the hungry soul is most thankful for mercy. When the restless desire has been drawn out after God, and God fills it, how thankful a Christian is! The Lord loves to bestow His mercy where He will have the most praise. We delight to give to those who are thankful. Musicians love to play where there is the best sound. God loves to bestow His mercies where He may hear of them again. The hungry soul sets the crown of praise upon the head of free grace. Whoso offereth praise glorifies me. Psalm 50, 23 and three, how God fills the hungry soul. There is a threefold filling, with grace, with peace, and with joy. God fills the hungry soul with grace. Grace is filling because it is suitable to the soul. Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost, Acts 7.55. This fullness of grace is in respect of parts, not of degrees. There is something of every grace though not perfection in any grace. God fills the hungry soul with peace. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Romans 15, 13. This flows from Christ. Israel had honey out of the rock. Psalm 81, 16. This honey of peace comes out of the rock, Christ. That in me ye might have peace. John 16, 33. This peace is so filling that it sets the soul longing after heaven. This cluster of grapes stimulates the appetite and pursuit after the full crop. And God fills the hungry soul with joy. Glory is a filling thing. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Psalm 17:15. When a Christian awakes out of the sleep of death, then he will be satisfied, for he will have the glorious beams of God's image shining upon him.
the soul will then be filled to the brim. The glory of heaven is so sweet that the soul will still thirst, yet it is so infinite that it will be filled. Those who drink of you, O Christ, being refreshed with sweet streams, will not continue to thirst, yet they will thirst. What an encouragement this is to hunger after righteousness! Those who do so will be filled. God instructs us to fill the hungry, Isaiah 58:10. He condemns those who do not fill the hungry, Isaiah 32:6. Do we think that He will be remiss in that which He condemns us for not doing? Oh, come with hungerings after Christ, and be assured of satisfaction. God keeps His house open for hungry sinners. He invites His guests and tells them to come without money, Isaiah 55, 1-2. God's nature impels Him, and His promise compels Him to fill the hungry. Consider why Christ received the Spirit without measure, John 3, 34. It was not for Himself. He was infinitely full before. He was filled with the holy unction so that He might pour out His grace upon the hungry soul. Are you ignorant? Christ was filled with wisdom that He might teach you. Are you defiled? Christ was filled with grace that He might cleanse you. Will not the soul then come to Christ who was filled with the purpose of filling the hungry? We love to knock at a rich man's door. In our Father's house there is bread enough. Come with desire, and you will go away with comfort. You will have the virtues of Christ's blood, the influences of His Spirit, and the communications of His love. There are two objections made against this. First, the carnal man's objection. The carnal man says that he has hungered after righteousness, yet is not filled. You say that you hunger and are not satisfied? Maybe God is not satisfied with your hunger. You have opened your mouth wide, Psalm 81, 10, but have not opened your ear, Psalm 49, 4. When God has called you to family prayer and to death of sin, you have, like the deaf adder, stopped your ear against God, Zechariah 7, 11. It's no wonder, then, that you do not have that comfortable filling that you desire. Although you have opened your mouth, you have closed your ear. The child who will not hear his parent is disciplined by not having food. Perhaps you thirst as much after a temptation as after righteousness. At a sacrament you seem to be ablaze with desire after Christ, but the next temptation that comes regarding drunkenness or lust, you give in and agree to the temptation. Satan merely calls to you, and you come. You open the door faster to the tempter than to Christ. And do you wonder that you are not filled with the bountiful things of God's house? Perhaps you hunger more after the world than after righteousness. The rich young man in the gospel wanted Christ, but the world lay nearer to his heart than Christ. Hypocrites thirst more after the dust of the earth, Amos 2 7, than the water of life. Israel had no manna while their dough lasted. Those who feed immoderately upon the dough of earthly things must not expect to be filled with manna from heaven. If your money is your God, never look to receive another God in the sacrament. And second, the godly person's objection. 
A godly person may say, I have had sincere desires after God, but am not filled. You may have a filling of grace, though not of comfort. If God does not fill you with gladness, He may still fill you with goodness. Psalm 107, 9. Look into your heart and see the dewdrops of the Spirit. The dew may fall even if the honeycomb does not drop. Wait a while, and you will be filled. The gospel is a spiritual banquet. It feasts the soul with grace and comfort. No one eats of this banquet except those who wait at the table. In this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the lees well refined. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God, we have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Isaiah 25, 6, 9. Spiritual mercies are not only worth desiring, but they are worth waiting for. If God would not fill his people to satisfaction here, yet they will be filled in heaven. The vessels of their desires will be filled as those water pots up to the brim. John 2, 7.